Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. On today's episode of All the Shit I've Learned Abroad, why is it that we become more bold when we travel? We end up trusting people more, doing things we wouldn't normally do, and just in general, letting down our inhibitions and becoming more confident versions of ourselves. Is it that we should become bolder versions of ourselves in our everyday lives, or that we should have our guard up more when we travel? We discuss both sides of this coin in today's episode. So let's get into it. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? I am doing well. I'm getting away, packing for a little mini getaway this weekend. And you? I just came back. I love that whenever we do episodes now, I feel like we're always like going away somewhere or just coming back. And it's, I was actually thinking about this the other day that I think we're coming up to like our three year anniversary. We are. For the podcast. And I'm like, it's crazy to think two years of that, a lot of it was like when we couldn't travel. And somehow we've still managed to like (laughs) keep afloat a travel podcast. Um, But yeah, I I just got back from Vienna, um, a city I had never been to. I love how your little getaways are like gallivanting around Europe where my little getaways are like, (laughs) I'm going an hour outside of Melbourne yeah but that's still fun you know doing the whole road trip thing across australia um but i think you were i think it was last week's episode and you were we were talking about like well we did the jaded not 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 last week but the last episode we put out was the the jade are we becoming jaded travelers and i think you had said something about you know you love traveling now for the purpose of like seeing friends and and Mm -hmm. you know if you have friends uh, you know that are going to be visiting nearby or going home to see them or and that's exactly what I did. I had a friend um, that was going to be over in Europe for work. And she, you know, this is a friend from back home, but she actually lives in the States now. So we never really see each other that much anymore because when I go home, she's not there. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, she was going to be over here for work and in a few different cities. And one of those cities was Vienna. And I'm like, I've never been to Vienna. I've always wanted to. And, you know, with my job, I can work remotely for part of the time. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, screw it, let's do this. So I got a flight for, I think it was like 60 euro. Ugh. Went over, worked for a couple of days. I mean, I would love to go back. And how um, much notice, I- sorry, how much notice did you have? Like ha- from when you booked it to when you flew out? Oh, like a few days. It was Ugh. nothing. Like I that's, love that spontaneity you know, again. 
I know. Isn't it great that we can do that again? And like, you know, there's no, we're, we're past the point now in most places anyways, where we need to do like pre-COVID tests and passenger locator forms. So like we're back to this place of like booking flights on a whim, getting back out and traveling. Yeah. And it's, it just feels really good. So yeah, Vienna, beautiful. I need to go back though and see more. I didn't really get a whole lot of time to like, I was only there for like three full days, but again, working during the day, spent the night sort of walking around the city, but definitely somewhere need to go back because it's beautiful. I love it. Your photos are stunning. Yeah. I think Paris has nothing on Vienna. Ooh, big claim, big claim. Yeah. But we know how we feel about Paris anyways. True. (laughs) But yeah, so it's all good. And where are you off to then? I am just going on a little getaway an hour outside Mm -hmm. of Melbourne to a place called Trentham. I think okay. I've been knee deep in work for months now, mm. like an insane amount of work. That's c- the kind where it's not actually healthy to brag about how much you're working. <laughs> so yeah. I decided Victoria has this travel voucher scheme. I got one of the travel vouchers to encourage people to spend more time and money in regional Victoria again. So mm. I've booked a little getaway for myself, actually. So I'm going by nice. myself. I've got a really quaint Airbnb that I've booked, and you'll love this. On this Saturday, there's Spud Fest in Trentham. Oh, all is things Spudfest? potato! It's a celebration say, of all things potato. Which my dream. I am basically for anyone who's ever seen me. I am in fact a potato. You're not so, a potato. You just love <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> so I'm going to go up Saturday morning, wander around Spud Fest. I'm taking up a bottle of wine and a book I've been meaning to read for a while, and I'm disconnecting. And Saturday Amazing. night, I'm going to read, have a glass of wine. Sunday, I've organized a hike with my hiking group. They're all coming out. There's a gorgeous trail out that way. And then same thing Sunday night. I'm going to read, you know, just turn off just chill the crazy yes a little solo travel yes little solo getaway i'm very excited we know how we we stuff and i feel about solo travel all for it and potato spud fest like that sounds yeah. incredible that's the kind of stuff i travel for now just like <laughs> oh there's there's a potato festival happening in some city i've never been to count me in let's go <laughs> And this could either be amazing or I'll go and it'll be like, no, it will be amazing. Here's a what are you talking? Twisted potato on a stick. That sounds incredible. <laughs> like, give me, I mean, it's just car- like carbs, like, oh, yeah. Carbs on carbs on carbs this weekend. And like bread fest together. That would be, <laughs> Steph would be eating poutine, potato soup and garlic bread. Oh, oh. Those that are your favorite I things. I literally just <laughs> almost, I just got turned on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And on that note, <laughs> I think we have a new Patreon donor to thank. Yes. So a huge thank you to our latest Patreon donor, Tony Chan. You are awesome. And Tony's been traveling quite a bit himself. So posting mm. t- stunning photos as well. Um, so huge thank you to you. We really appreciate you and you'll have a little package coming your way in the mail soon. Yeah, guys. And remember, if you want to become Patreon donors, you get a little something in return that Steph (laughs) will send you, but it's a, it's a cool little package. So just bear that in mind, (laughs) but thank you, Tony. We appreciate it. (laughs) And a big, some big, exciting news for you and I that I've been waiting until we record. So I haven't mentioned this to you. 
Okay. I'm not sure if you've seen the news today because it's evening here, morning for you. Yeah. Qantas have just announced a direct London to Australia flight. <gasps> what? You do not need to do a three connection through Hong Kong and have your items confiscated anymore <laughs> by China, the Chinese government. You can come directly here. <laughs> I wish it was Hong Kong. It wasn't even Hong Kong. It was oh. like... I can't even remember. It was some random place in China where they <laughs> confiscated. Um, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> My battery pack. Um, okay. Where does it fly into? Melbourne? So goes, I wish it Melbourne? flew into Melbourne. No, it's going to fly into Sydney. It's actually the long. Okay. It's making headlines everywhere because it's going to be the longest international flight in the world. <laughs> Jeez. No big deal. But it goes direct to Sydney. And honestly, Sydney, the Sydney to Melbourne flight is one of those... 10 minutes yeah. up, 10 minute down kind of flight. Yeah, that's like a London to Dublin flight where you're in the air for like half an hour yeah. in total. Like you take off, they give you a little apple juice in a cup and you're landing, basically. Yeah. yeah. So how long is the flight then? I don't know if I'd be able to sit on a plane that long. Um, You can and you will. Uh, okay, so, all right. <laughs> I, d- I don't know, but you will. I will. We both will. Yeah. I'm point. like, hold on. Is this going both ways? <laughs> I would definitely need to book like, that's one I would definitely look into business class for. Yeah. Listen for to sure. us. How much we've grown since we started I this know. podcast. I mean, I mean, three years ago when I went to visit staff, I was booking a flight for 500 pounds with like seven layovers sitting next to a toilet <laughs> in a middle seat and stopping over in some random place in China where they took away my battery pack. Now, I'm like, how much is that business class upgrade? Because, <laughs> you know. Yeah. For but, those long um, flights, worth it. Totally. Uh, well, that's exciting. We'll have to look into this. We'll have to get yes. some. Yeah. Get together. I need to. I think it's my turn to come out there. Uh, it is. It is. Okay. I'm not keeping track, but it is. All right, fine. Well, yeah. I mean, although you could come over here and do a redo because last yeah. time was <laughs> a bit of a... Did last time really count? <laughs> Not really. I mean, um, how exciting. Big, bold decisions. You're going to book to fly here. Speaking yeah, of bold, bold decisions. decisions. <laughs> Great segue, Steph. Um, yeah, so we're, today's topic. So th- this kind of came about. Steph and I were having just one of our normal chats. Steph and I do actually talk outside of the podcast um we are real friends (laughs) and you know we were just talking about I don't know like decision making and Steph was like oh I'm thinking about doing this should I do it I'm like yeah go for it and these were just sort of like really mundane boring decisions that like we were checking in with each other like should we or should we not do it and this sort of led us on to this conversation of why is it when we travel we're just so much bolder like we just jump into things we don't ask for anyone's opinion we don't we don't think twice and i just i don't know we we were like this is a great topic of conversation why is it that when we travel we are bolder we're a little bit we let our inhibitions down a little bit more more so than we that we would do at home yeah let's start with you know some examples of what we're talking about like what's something that you did when you think of any example of something you've done while traveling that you probably wouldn't do at home i'm gonna give you the most basic example of this that i can think of is when i go abroad almost anywhere now even countries where i don't speak the language i'm not worried i don't usually do a big deep dive into how to get from the airport to where i'm going 
because usually airports they've made transit so easy to figure out from the airport into the city that right. you don't really need to know you can land and if the signs don't direct you there's always someone who will tell you where if i'm going from my house in the inner suburbs of melbourne into the cbd i it's like suddenly i do, i feel like i've never taken transit before and i'm really worried i'm going to end up on the other side of melbourne and do i know what i'm doing and it's like what's wrong with me? Like, yeah. I I'm know to, how to do this. Yeah, I'm trying <laughs> to think if I do the same. I mean, probably. That was my just, example. What's your example? Well, I'm, I'm think, I, I've caught a few of them, but like I thought even just like speaking to people in public, right? Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, that's a good example. When we travel and a big part of, I think why we all love traveling is, is meeting new people from different walks of earth. And I would quite happily... If I'm sitting at a bar or a pub, and, and I'm talking like solo travel, right? If I'm away, like I, I've spoken to many people. I have no problem like just going up to someone and being like, hey, what's up? And I've had people come up to me. I've met people before being like, hey, are you on your own? You know, can I hang out with you while traveling? Now, would I do that in London? Like, no. And I don't know if it's because it's London and people are generally a bit more standoffish. But I would never think of just going up to somebody randomly in a pub being like, hey, can I come hang out with you? Like, do you feel the same way? Yeah, I I do. And I try to challenge myself on it. Is it, do you think part of it, and you know, again, I was trying to figure out why I feel more confident speaking to random people in a place where I'm not from versus at home. And is there an element of it of... We don't know these people. We'll probably never see them again. So we can let our guard down a little bit. And if they do judge us, like it doesn't matter. Whereas, you know, my local pub, if I go up and <laughs> try to like hang out with a random group and they're like, no, please go away. I might bump into them, to them again. And it's embarrassing. <laughs> like, is that part of it? <laughs> I mean, that must be it. The fear of rejection is kind of taken away. Because even if they do, yeah. it's like... Yeah, when you're traveling, you just go on about your day and you don't dwell on it. Where if someone did that to me here, I'd be thinking about it all night. It'd become one of those embarrassing moments yeah. that I think about more and more. Well, even if you think about like sort of like flirting or like picking up guys or girls in a, in a bar or, you know, anywhere, like I feel like I always have way more luck when I'm traveling. And I wonder if it's because of that. Where I do um, just sort of like let my guard down and I'm just kind of like whatever, easy breezy. And, you know, I, like sometimes when I travel, I do get like nice male attention. Whereas at home, nothing's happening over here. <laughs> and I'm like, is it me where I'm just like not putting, you know what I mean? Like I do we just I, feel more comfortable. I've wondered about this a lot because when I was traveling through the States, when I did that um, months long trip through all the States, I met people everywhere, both in terms mm -hmm. of I was comfortable approaching people and people approached me all the time. And mm -hmm. then when I came here to Melbourne, almost going on five years since I came out here, nothing like radio silence. No one tries to talk to me. And I'm like, have I gotten uglier or like <laughs> <laughs> joking? I think, but I don't know if there's something because I'm in my zone or my comfort area. I'm just not looking as approachable. Like, maybe I'm not yes. as open to it. I see more shut maybe. down. So people are picking up what I'm putting out. I don't... Yeah, that's a good point. And I think, you know, in our everyday lives, we are just in a routine. We really are in a routine. Like, mm -hmm. regardless of 
you know, maybe, yeah, fine. Maybe you have a job where you go to different places every day or do different things, but like, you're still in a routine and it's, you know, I think there's an element of when you are traveling, you are put out of your comfort zone a little bit and it's almost like sink or swim, right? But yeah, like, and maybe it is an element of we don't look as approachable. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe also there's just friendlier cities. Because I've heard the same thing from a lot of people who've moved to Melbourne, who've had the same experience. And people who are, you know, actively dating or actively trying to make friends who are consciously trying to be approachable still say that. Like, we are in two major metropolitan hubs. Maybe, like, that's one thing I remember well about my time in London is that everyone was just always in their zone. It was like yeah. we all had these invisible shields around us and you didn't want to per- penetrate anyone else's. Um, True. But I guess there's the the element as well of like, so we're talking about being bold. There's the, you know, the one part of approaching people and just, you know, whether it's a group of people or someone just to, you know, have a drink with or the element of like, you know, you see like a cute guy or cute girl and there's that other element of traveling where like we're bolder in the sense when it comes to I mean we talked about this when we had gays are revolting on where people travel for these like sex trips right like they're basically going (laughs) just to have like casual hookup sex the ultimate bold travel scares me thinking yeah (laughs) but like even the whole one night stand thing like people are generally like we're just more confident in doing that let's dig into what you just said there where you said we're more confident so maybe when we're home Mm. and this is (laughs) touching on we're gonna get a little deep here but talking on healthy relationships is like at home all your insecurities too can fester so Mm. you know if you feel like in your social group everyone else is kind of outperforming you or there's all these different insecurities and elements that come in with your relationships, work, personal, whatever it may be, where when you're out and you're traveling, you are the best, like it's you, you're the best one in the group. There's no one around really making you feel less than. So maybe you actually are shining more because all your everyday insecurities don't exist for a little bit. Yeah, I suppose. And there's no one there, you know, if you, even if you are with people that you've just met traveling, like there's nobody there judging you, I guess. Like they don't know, they don't. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have anything to judge you on if that makes sense and even right. though like our friends at home i'm sh- like we know that they're not ju- i mean if you maybe you have shitty friends and they are but like i know my friends i'm like i know they're not sitting there judging me but they know me and they know if yeah. something is out of my you know my my sort of character and i suppose when we travel it's like you can become whoever you want to become for that period <laughs> of time right like <laughs> You know, like if you want, I just had this funny thought because I was going to say, as you were saying that, that, you know, also there's an element of embarrassment. So if you're traveling with friends and Mm. you go and try to talk to other people and you get that rejection, you're going to be embarrassed because people, you know, saw that. And as soon as I had that thought, I started thinking, because I've done that, like there's a couple instances I can think of where I full on got rejected and you were there and you were just like, and it's so funny because you don't care. Like, do you remember when we were in London and I thought I saw this guy from a band and I went up, you were with oh me. My gosh. I went up, <laughs> yes. I went up and I was like, Oh, Hey. And he's like, Oh, I'm not in the band, which he was, by the way, he just didn't want to be bothered at that moment. And yeah. he just like kept walking and I just looked at you and was like, this is awkward. <laughs> but it's Steph like- basically went up and asked him for a photo. <laughs> she wanted a photo with this guy. And he was like, oh, I'm not, I'm no one. Like, who do you think I am? And she's like, aren't you so-and-so from this band? And he's like, no, I'm, I'm nobody. And it was. And, and it was him. We realized in the end. And this was at like a festival we were at. So yeah. I was, was so playing. excited. Like, it wasn't like a random. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose if that happens, yeah. that's the other element of it. Like, that's something I still bring up every so often, just, you know, because I think it is funny. But like, if this shit happens when you're on your own around people that don't know you, like, you can forget about it. Yeah. And who cares? Because again, you'll never see these people again. Yeah. And no one will be there to like remind you of how embarrassing that moment was for you, like I do with stuff <laughs> years that later. Was, that was um, like- the ultimate rejection <laughs> and the best part was was the other guy in the band so i re- three of them were there and the one guy was like yeah 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 for sure like i'll take a photo he was so lovely and the third guy just kept walking like he wanted none yeah. of it and fine whatever but then we ran in because we were staying at the same hotel because we were there for- i was working and do you remember he came out of the elevator and saw me and he was like i know you from somewhere <laughs> Yeah, he thought you were stalking Earlier him. Earlier when you walked right by me. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. God. Good times. So embarrassing. I mean, that was a bold, bold move you made there. But we digress. So another example of things that I've done abroad or like yes. traveling that I would consider probably unsafe here. Getting into random people's cars. Getting yeah. on the back of bikes with men that I don't know. Um <laughs> I, I've gone to like many parties with people being like, I feel like you're trying to diplomatically figure out how to say what you want to say. I know. Well, I know. I was just trying to think of the right words, but like I would, you know, I'm trying to think if I'm at home and some random guy was like, Hey, jump on the back of my moped. Let me take you to a warehouse party. Like, would I go? Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> yeah. But when I'm like in Italy, I certainly did that once. 
And when I was in Bali, I got into Thailand. We got into a car with some random people. and went to a part like just trusting people more, I think is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. What we, we trust people a lot more. And I don't know again, if there's just the element of like adrenaline and, you know, wanting to make the most of your, you know, they, they say like when you travel, it's like all about new experiences and meeting people and saying yes to everything. And I don't know. I, there's things that I've I've done, like, like again, the example of getting into random people's cars. I would never do that at home. I would never do that in London. Yeah. But why am I, you know, why do I feel comfortable doing that abroad? I don't know. Well, what do you think? I'm. You've done it as well, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I have. And I don't, I don't know. And I don't know how to justify it either because, you know, when yeah. other people say it, you think you idiot, you need to be safer. You need to make smarter decisions. But when you're there, it's like, it just feels like the right safe decision. Like you're like, this is going to work out. Right. <laughs> and you bring up a good point. It's like, if more so we should be more vigilant and 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 safe and i'm saying that you know it's not like it's some man in a van being like hey do you want some candy like it's you know these <laughs> anytime i've i've done it it's like i've gotten to in a, to a car in like a busy area you know it's uh, there's but again here i am like trying to justify it like as i'm saying it, i'm like why am i justifying this because i, I don't know it's we should be safer yet for whatever reason we feel and I don't know maybe it is just because we are outside of that routine that we talked about we're outside of our day-to-day like you know and getting into some random person's car when I'm at home well that's not normal because it's not part of my routine yeah whereas when you're traveling you're totally outside of that and you're just up I don't know you just say yes to more and you're up for more and thank god not you know knock on wood nothing bad has ever happened in my experiences of doing this and I think there's an element of you know, we talk about like your gut instincts and, you yeah. know, woman's intuition is never wrong. And, you know, I've always listened to that, but I don't know, like Steph, you're a true crime junkie. Like <laughs> I know, you know, I you, know you listen to all those. I know. You all, still feel I feel like I know almost all the missing backpackers of the world. Um, and that doesn't deter you. Like that doesn't freak you out even more. Uh, like when you're <laughs> bizarrely enough, it doesn't, I feel like it better prepares me. <laughs> like, I like I have all this knowledge and you know obviously anyone who thinks they're infallible is completely naive anything can happen to anyone but no just be smart like even how many times have you you're like I'm doing this you know I feel like this is right I'm just gonna send my friends like the license plate or where I'm going just as like a little precautionary measure. Yeah. So like people, like I have so many girlfriends who they'll randomly send me like a random pin just where they are because yeah. they're like, I know this sounds shady. I feel safe. But um, but I think when we're traveling too, it's just, it's always such a reminder of how there's good people everywhere and you are meeting those people. And to explain it to anyone who hasn't done it, I get it. It doesn't make sense. But to everyone who has done it, you know, they get it because you meet all these good people. And what one thing I really found, especially traveling around the States with everyone I met, is so many people just wanted to show you how great their hometown was. And I went on so many adventures with strangers, whether it was, you know, hiking or sightseeing or, you know, doing some sort of activity. And they just wanted to, like, leave me with a really good impression, a memory of their town. Yeah, that's true. And that true. was it. Like, nothing dodgy. Nothing shady. And yeah, you just meet good people. You're reminded that good people exist. Whereas while you're at home, maybe we have like 
a quota of good people and our lives are pretty full of them because you only need a few good friends, right? So when you go out, you're not looking for that. Yeah. And I think there's the element of as well of when we're at home, like, again, it is just the everyday quote unquote mundane. I'm not saying everyone's life is mundane, but like we see the good and the bad. Whereas when we're traveling, we all, you know, we tend to just see the good and be focused on the good. And, you know, when somebody approaches us like, hey, do you want to come for a ride and see my sit? Like, I don't know. I don't associate anyone as bad. I think there's an out, like you can do these things, but like you said, like take those precautions. Like, so you're going to go yeah. for a cruise with <laughs> some random people you don't know. Like, like you said, send a, I mean, I think I've done this with you stuff where I've sent you like t- Tinder or whatever, but like, you know, a screenshot of, yeah. <laughs> the, hey, I'm going to go hang out with this guy. Just be safe. But, um, yeah, I think we're going on into a different sort of tangent now. <laughs> I think what I'm taking away from this almost a little bit is I need to challenge myself a little bit more while I'm at home. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, like, maybe that's why when I'm home more, I get into these funks. Yeah. I mean, it could be. It's like, do we become, should we become more confident at home and or more vigilant abroad? I'm not really sure. Because I think there's, the, there's you know, there's other Ooh. things as well. It's not just trusting people. But things we do, like there's things that we do abroad that like I would never just randomly do at home. Like I I remember, you know, when I was in Thailand, like we went and got tattoos at this sort of random kind of shop. It looked clean. And we're like, let's get tattoos there. And I'm like, would I just walk down the street in London and like pick out a random tattoo (laughs) shop and be like, yeah, this looks okay. Like, no, I would do my research. I would like look up the work that the tattoo artist has done. You know, whereas when I'm and a lot people do this all the time, they get tattoos abroad all the time. And thankfully, thankfully, you know, I've had I've been tattooed twice abroad, once in Thailand, once in Sicily. And like, yeah, both tattoo artists were legit and the shops were legit and clean. But like, I didn't do much research into it. My tattoo in Paris, France, I went into the shop and it was like beautiful and clean looking. It almost felt a bit clinical. Like, all the artists were there. I'm like, this is amazing. I'll get one here. And they were like, okay, perfect. And they told me how much, and I paid. And then they led me down this, like, dodgy staircase into, like, a 1600s cave underneath Mm. the shop. And it was the dodgiest thing. I laid on, like, this bed that was, like, built out of the ground. Like, it was a mound. Basically a dirt mound that had been varnished over in like, like these had to be prison cells back in the day and I was like as I'm walking down these stairs I'm like what have I gotten myself into but you went with it like, like you just continue I did. Yeah. <laughs> I did like we wouldn't do yeah. that like I oh Bali as well I just remembered I had a tattoo in Bali that's three places all right who knew but yeah this is what I mean like would you if you were in Melbourne or like back home you know say we were in Toronto and that happened in Toronto you walked in and saw it you'd be like fuck this I'm out of here and you'd probably yeah. book it yeah so again, it's like, you know, tattoos are a good example. Or like people, I know people that have gone like skydiving. Like they've gone to Australia and they're like, oh, I went skydiving one day. And I know they would never <laughs> go skydiving back home. Yeah. Or like they're just doing things where I'm like, who are you? Do you think there's an underlying desire to be more than we are or bigger than we are? And we only feel emboldened when we leave our little it circle could be. or comfort zone. You're out of that bubble. Like maybe. And you want to, maybe we all have this underlying desire to be more. And our definition of how we can be more is actually limiting. We only think we can do it when we're abroad. Maybe. Yeah, maybe we're just, I don't know, maybe our everyday lives, we're just playing a character. 
and then we are who we are. I don't know. But maybe it is a confidence thing. Like, it's weird because you should feel more confident when you're comfortable. And we should feel most comfortable when we're at home and around things that are familiar to us. Yet, a lot of the time, we're a lot more confident when we're outside of that comfort zone. If That, that doesn't even make sense, what I just said. But <laughs> we're more confident it, no, it, it when we're outside of our comfort right. zone. Logically. Yeah. I mean, what's what's some oh. other things that you've done that you can think of? I mean, so, okay, like even couch surfing through Africa using couch surfing. Yeah. That I tell people I did that there and people are like, what? You did what? Yeah. Like how, why? Why Why didn't you just get a place? And I'm like, I don't know. I'd been doing, like, I just enjoy couch surfing. <laughs> like, Do we? People are great. It's like we trust people more. I think Mike Corey had a great example when he was on the podcast with us and he was going off on some jungle excursion with this guy and it was very trust-based like Mm. he said you know I'm trusting basically my life in this guy's hands and he said his precautionary measure was he always took a photo with the person right and sent it to his family and everything so at least like they would know who he's with so a little bit of a safety measure but you can't go off into the jungle here in Australia it's not an option so when you're abroad, it's like now or never. Maybe that's yeah. a major element of why we do some of the things we do. It's that now or never element where at home, mm. opportunities that present themselves, you have the option of being like, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Maybe maybe another time. You know, maybe later. Yeah. Maybe another time. Whereas when you're traveling, it's like, if I don't say yes to this right now, it's a no. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it's the, again, going back to like the adrenaline kind of kicking in. I think we always talk about that when we're traveling. I I know I'm always full of adrenaline. I can run on barely any sleep and still be up the next day, like ready to go and go see things. And like when you're traveling, you're like, okay, it's now or never. And even if you you have the worst hangover and you've had like no sleep, you're still getting your ass out of bed to go and do the things that you plan on doing while you're there because you're not going to be there in a few days. So it's the <laughs> adrenaline and it's the same thing when you're meeting people and they're going, Oh, come do this. Or, you know, trust me with in Mike Corey's case, your life. And you're like, well, I guess, I guess I'm going to do this. Cause this is my one opportunity to do it. And again, that adrenaline is just there. I think we've actually, I think in this whole discussion, we've come around to what it is. It's the now or never. Yeah. Do you think your personality changes at all when you travel? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm the same person, just but all the elements that can pile on on the day to day, like being a bit jaded about this or that, or being a bit disenfranchised, all that just drops away, like it sheds. So you're just so okay. I'm just I'm just all the good things that make me up. That's what I am, and that is who I want to be—an enhanced version. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. We're just like I'm like a supercharged staff. Okay, we're like enhanced versions of ourselves. I, I like being bolder. I like the feeling I get when I when I am traveling, especially solo. And again, Steph and I are big advocates of solo traveling. But I really like who I become, where I do sort of let my guard down a bit. I trust people more. I'm up for more things. I say yes to more things. And I'm like, I would love to take more of that into yeah. my everyday. I like who I am better too. And I think I've t- mentioned it in a number of episodes where I say, you know, when I'm home for too long, I miss that feeling of just it's like a nice reminder all the time of who you are like you are capable of just figuring shit out you are capable of overcoming challenges so having those experiences like they just remind you like I'm like it sounds so corny but like I'm a strong woman yeah and 
I miss those reminders. Like, that's why COVID was so hard. I mean, for a lot of travelers is because we lost that kind of, those were big reminders of who we are. Mm, Yeah. Well, thank God that's over. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So what I'm taking away from all of this is for everyone, everyone listening, you've made it this far. Your challenge this week is to have a now or never moment. Yeah. And tell us what it is. Like, what did you do that your natural inclination was, "Mm, I don't know. Think of this moment and do it. Have your now or never moment and let us know what it was. And I also want to know, what are some of your boldest moments while traveling? Things that you would not have done at home. Like, I want to hear, like, crazy stuff. We're going to get a lot of saucy DMs when you say that. I wish Steph and I had like crazier examples. I was like, surely we've done a bunch of crazy shit. And like, maybe not. Maybe Steph and I are actually really dull. But I feel like some of our listeners are not. So yeah, I want to know. I want to (laughs) know. All right. On that note, thank you as always for listening. See you next time. All the Shit I've Learned Abroad is a travel podcast focused on anything and everything related to travel. You can listen to us on multiple platforms from iTunes to Google Play Music and more. And with that, please, if you have a chance, give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That drives us up the charts and really, really helps us out. Want to support us on Patreon? Find us over at Shit I've Learned Abroad Pod. Donations start as low as just $1. Also, if you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shit Abroad Pod and Facebook by searching all the shit I've learned abroad. Thanks so much for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.